According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Barrett Von Pierce, we're back at it. Down a week. I was I was down with that, that COVID vaccine. Took me out, bro, for two days. Running the temperature and everything. I was a disaster. We're back that, this week. Well, that's because you got that Moderna, bro. You got that Moderna vaccine. <laughs> we were texting back and forth, yeah. It's almost as bad as uh, having the uh, Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> at least I got more. It's more effective, right? I'm at like the 94, 95. Yeah, yeah. Because like what the Johnson & Johnson is like the, the D average of all the vaccines. This is like 65% effective. Is that it? Oh, dude, I thought it was like in the 80s or something. No, but the thing is, though, it's 100% effective against hospitalization. Okay. So, I mean, that's... that's you, might catch it, you might get some symptoms, but you're, yeah. not, you're probably not going to die if you have yeah. <laughs> You'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Uh, so it's episode 126. Uh, it did suck to miss a week last week. I was down and out, bro. I literally didn't even work on Friday. I told you that. Yep. Um, was just laid up. I lit- I felt like I had the flu, man. Like that thing hit me so hard. And I was, you know, I, I kind of, I have a reputation for making fun of people <laughs> for vaccines. <laughs> and so I, I t- texted Mike and said, watch me get my karma tomorrow. And then sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. I was, I was laid out. And I was generally concerned about you. I was doing like soft check-ins throughout the whole day. I was like, how, how are you, Tony? Tony, are you okay? It confused me, to be honest. I like I had to ask my wife. I was like, what does soft check mean exactly? He said, it's a soft check. What she goes, that means he's just, he's not being invasive. He just wants to make sure you're okay. <laughs> so I survived and I'm here to uh, release another podcast, Pierce. We have a special guest today. Yes, yes. We have uh, Maricela from uh, Brutal Honesty Podcast. Mm-hmm. What's um, up, everyone? Yes, thank you for inviting me, guys. Yeah, super excited. I was actually looking forward to like, being on a podcast with you guys. So thank you. Yeah. It's a little bit different being the, the other end, right? <laughs> I'm used to asking the questions, not <laughs> having questions asked. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. So we'll see. <laughs> But I'm excited. Some zingers, just wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got some, yeah. We got some, uh, some crazy questions coming along. And Good, some, I'm ready. Some, some invasive, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We pretty much hit record and then just whatever happens, happens. We just shoot the shit the whole time. You know, um, you know what? That's, that's how we do it, too. Like, like it's just, that's the way. That's the best, that's the best way. Because it's just more organic. organic. And, and then sometimes you're like, what did I just say? But. Yeah, so totally. right. <laughs> See, <laughs> Mike was telling me beforehand. He's kind of like you're like the equivalent of me on your show, and he's sort of the equivalent of Belen. So, and that's totally the thoughts. Remember the last the last one we did, I or maybe it was the one before. I was like second guessing. I was like, man, I don't know if we should release this. Remember that shit I was talking yep, about. Yep. I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> like, I'm in my head a little bit too much. Um, no, that's awesome though. But I did, I did get a chance. I haven't listened to a ton. I've listened to about three mm-hmm. episodes, some bits and pieces of it. You guys have a really good chemistry. I absolutely love it. And and I think that's what people want now is that like totally natural, authentic, real conversations, not scripted. It's not planned. You know, we initially started like a little bit scripted, just kind of have like a little, like kind of like a laid out what we were going to talk about, and then it just, um, it just became too formal for us. And so, like, we just kind of go off and we really talk about anything and whatever we want. And sometimes it's, it's, we're all over the place, but it makes it fun. And Belen is just like, we're like polar opposites when it comes to like our personalities. Like she cusses up the wazoo. I I don't cuss. And so just like, we balance each other out. She's fun. She's fun. She's a fun co-host. 
Yeah, she cracks me up. She's definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. Um, finding somebody like that is is definitely it. It makes it easier from the podcast going because you know there'll be times where Tony will just go off on a tangent, and because I'll just sit back and add the one liners as he goes off. You know, it works out. You know. Yeah, so. it does. But let me tell you, so Berlin, um, if you guys heard the podcast, she she cusses a lot. So when yeah. we first started our podcast, I don't know if being a female, if it just comes off a little bit different if you cuss, but she got like a little bit of a backlash because she was cussing a lot. And she, she it was it was hard. The first like couple of episodes, she felt a little uncomfortable because people were really judging her, her vocabulary, I guess you could say. Yeah. I was like, no, do you? That's who you are. Let's like, just be you. Yeah, well, that's what that's why we started doing the uh, in the front of ours the intended for <laughs> mature audiences because there was a man I want to say what the smoked out entertainment episode we had um, it was these this 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 group that came through a bunch of rappers and they came in the studio and it was <laughs> wild I mean <laughs> yeah yeah fun which- stuff fun stuff. Which episode? That, that was not episode six, right? I'm no, I'm thinking that was no. Puff Puff Beer. That was a pretty yeah. crazy one too. No, Smoked Out was I don't know in the 30s, but that one was pretty bad. They were just <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's when we were also featured on a um, a Detroit radio station for a while at Ooh. night. And uh, Tony had to go through and unfortunately edit all the episodes and all so the bleeps. Yeah, you're that person, Tony. You're the you're the editor. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, and and that's tough. one of the things I love about our podcast is there's there's almost no ed- there's no editing really. I mean, I put in mm-hmm. the the end music or whatever, but back then when we had to do that, I literally had to go in and just like cut out every swear word. And so on episodes like that, it was just it was a it was a nightmare. It would take so long. <laughs> Not to mention, we've seen a change in technology. We talk about this a lot too. Like when we first started, we, we joke now, but it, I mean, it was hours. It would take me hours to bounce down an episode, um, and we would sit there just forever, just like waiting. Like you'd hit a button, and then you'd sit there and watch the bar. Like, oh, Gosh. come on, bro, come on. And so now everything, you know, it's on the computer, so it's it's insanely fast. So you guys have like 126 episodes. Is this it? 126? Yeah, it's 126. So how long have you guys been recording your podcast? Because we're newbies. We're fairly new. Yeah, well, we've been going a long time. We've had quite a few uh, big gaps where we took time off. Yeah. So, um, cause we were doing, you guys do one a week. Is that how you do mm-hmm. yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's basically our formula too, is one a week. In fact, we did shorter episodes when we first started. I think we were, yeah. we started off with like an hour or something. We and did remember, an hour and we then went we through. just got, and then people just kept on running and running. Like we got to the good stuff at like 50 minutes it and is, it was yeah. like, ah, shit, we need, we need to mm-hmm. lengthen this out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, that was the same way like you guys too. We were. At the very beginning, um, Tony and I, we were like, he was, you know, he's a musician and he had all the equipment in his house. And so we got together. He was like, just come over one day and we'll just record and let's see how we do. And let's plan this out. Well, Tony was like recording it and he accidentally sent it out to the world. Our very first episode. (laughs) It wasn't even an episode. It was just like a meeting. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, that's the fun. Yeah, definitely accidentally because that's that personality thing. Like when I first, I thought Mike would be perfect. And so I was like, dude, you want to do a podcast? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. And I had like this long roadmap for like when we'll get to actually release an episode. Literally, I think I had like a three month timeline, bro. Where I was like, we're going to get together. We're going to get all the audio. I'm going to get the, you know, get the RSS feed set up. We're going to have everything good. We're going to run it through and then just see how it goes. And then in a couple of months, we'll record our first episode. We got together the first time, did a dry run through. And then we're like, all right. 
I think we're ready to go. Mike was like, yeah. do we really need, do we need to wait a few months? Because of the nature of it, you know, you like yeah, yeah, yeah. everything I've ever done before. It's like a lot of planning and stuff. And so this was ended up just being, yeah. So I think we released an episode like the next week after yeah. the accidental release. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how did you guys get started off? What made you decide to to do podcasting? You know what? I think um, we had kind of talked about it for a minute, but then like last year was super weird. Like, politics, COVID, like there was just too much like media drama. Like it was just too intense and everybody was super, I felt like the whole world was like walking on eggshells. Everyone was like super nervous. And so we just wanted to create our own platform where we could just really talk about nothing serious. Like we wanted to give, just create our own space where we could kind of laugh, laugh, laugh at ourselves, laugh at life and just kind of like, just create like a light moment because it was just really, and I think it also helped our mental health just to be able to like get together and just talk about whatever. And that's why we didn't want to, we just, we were really focused on not uh, creating nothing too serious. Like there's no politics involved. It's just literally, it's not educational. <laughs> like we're not looking to educate anyone. We're not looking to do anything significant, but just hopefully make people laugh and just enjoy, you know, whatever time they have with us. And that's it. So that was kind of the reason. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, when it came down to it, was it just like you were just talking about it one night or and it was like, hey, let's just do it? We had talked about it, like, months prior. And uh -huh. then I was like, are we going to do this or are we not? I'm like, yeah. let's do this. So we just, you know, the whole thing started buying the equipment. And then the, the whole tech part was so hard for us. Like, it took <laughs> us, like, two, three weeks to figure that out. Um, and then once we got it, like, we just, we just went for it and just, just did it just yeah just did it yeah that's awesome and then what i think it is that it people like about it is they get into like this other world because i know like all, a lot of the podcasts i listen to and I, like i said i started listening to yours and i feel the same way you just feel like oh you like get to be a fly on the wall like you gotta get to kind of be part of this conversation you know that's that's totally real and natural and unplanned um so no i i totally love it i i was digging into some of your um earlier stuff i was like the uh what was it i'm gonna say the word wrong no, 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 Wallace or oh no, no you listened to that because that's that was kind of you listened to that episode. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, that yeah. that one, and then because I'm super into that stuff, like I, I get really fascinated by all the um. You guys were talking about the club, I guess, in the '90s. I'm from California, so I wasn't always out here. Okay, so Mike might know this Caporales. Yeah. Do you remember Caporales? Okay, so this is like a I don't know if it's like a Mexican legend myth, but. Yes. So supposedly um, the devil appeared in Los Caporales. It was like a Mexican club. So Caporales was a Mexican club. It was like um, at the Regency off of like 38th over here. It's now the Metro College campus part of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anywho, it was kind of like a shady place. And um, one night and I just had this conversation with one of my coworkers. One night, um, this handsome man went into the club. He had a beautiful girl. He was dancing. He got on the mechanical bull. His boot fell off. And there was like a chicken's foot or a goat's foot or some kind of foot. And um, the place went blacked out. And um, and the girl that he was dancing with went to the hospital. They never saw him again. And she had like a burned handprint on her back. If you look this up on the Westward, you'll find it. Like, it's not, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> but that's funny that you listened to that because it was like one of those like legends that you heard here in Denver, like within the Latino community. Yeah, totally. And that stuff fascinating too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, all that stuff. Like, we've had a, a number of episodes. Oh. What, what, our episode 13. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Like, and it had I to be 13. I'm going to write that down. 
Yeah, totally. It's really old. <laughs> we were just starting out, but I remember it was we were talking about that uh, Lisa Lamb. Have you ever heard of that? No. In LA, um, there was this chick that was like, gosh, I wish I had looked into this right before so I could remember all the details better. But it was this chick who was like in a hotel. And so she disappeared and they yes. couldn't find her for, oh, so you remember that? And they found yes. her like in the water yes. thing a or whatever. water tank. And the, the video surveillance, she was acting all crazy. Different. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of weird. I know. I was watching the whole documentary on Netflix on that. So weird. And so we were well, doing that. Yeah, go ahead, Pierce. Yeah. So when we were doing that uh, episode of it, um, first off, like, like every single time, if you listen back at it, every single time we like mentioned her name and, and the actual like weird stuff that was happening, like it had a weird, like, like in our voices. And it was just like, we were just like, what the heck? And yeah, it was. I wish I could remember something else happened. that was big too. Like remember when we were bouncing it down and then there was like yeah. a whole channel just disappeared for a while. Yep. And I was like, just where did the gone. channel go? Your, and I was, was like, your oh. dad. I think it was your dad's channel that just like went blank. Yeah. And I was like, oh crap, dude. I don't know if we're gonna be able to release this. And then all of a sudden it just miraculously appeared again. I was like, what the fuck? Like what is <laughs> happening? So yeah. bizarre. So bizarre, man. And it only happened on that episode? Yep. Yeah. Episode 13. Times, yep. <laughs> yeah so it was so weird and we talked about a lot of crazy stuff it wasn't just the lisa lamb we were also talking about what's the place you were talking about mike uh, out uh, here in colorado like yeah, some three bridge. three bridges in aurora you ever heard of third bridge no. yeah so there's a place out here in aurora it's called three bridges and and once you get to the third bridge like your car stops it stalls and like you see all these ghosts and everything like that and when we were talking about that i was telling like when we were kids we drove out to three bridges like third bridge and when we got to the second bridge, all of a sudden, like the radio started getting all staticky and weird. And you're like, nope, nope, we're done. We're gonna, we're not gonna get, get to that third bridge. I feel like you guys need to do like a live podcast this year. Just go out there and do it. <laughs> Just uh, kind of be a guest. <laughs> go to the be third like, bridge. <laughs> be like ghost hunters. <laughs> I find yeah. that so fascinating. I just don't want to experience it myself. I love like hearing stories about it. Yes, but you did. You did. I wanted to ask you, I can't remember which episode it was on, but she was talking about her house, dude. And she was talking about like, so one day, like her, I, I, you should probably tell it. I don't know. I love gonna... that you've listened to that episode. <laughs> so anyways, one day I got home, I'll make it really quick. I got home and um, my, my house is like a tri-level home. And so you go up the stairs and then it's the living room in the kitchen and there's a door like in the balcony. And so I get home and the back door is open, like by the kitchen, the balcony. And I'm like, oh my gosh, did we get broken into? Like what happened? Um, and so I wonder if I could pull it up. Um, and so I, um, I look around, there's nothing there. And then we had a Vivint. So I was like, oh, I wonder if Vivint caught anything. So of course Vivint caught something. Um, what it said, and I'll just say it really quick, but what it said is that at a certain time, like at 6.09 with 50 seconds, um, my my front door motion detector sensed something and started recording. And then 15 seconds later, my back door opens um, by itself. But prior to that, when um, the motion sensor started going off, you hear something go, it's like recording, recording, and then you hear this. It's like even harder. Yeah, you played it on the podcast. Yeah. So you hear like two thumbs, like if someone's knocking on the door and you don't see anything, like it's just, it's a beautiful day. It's like June, but something, something knocks on the door 
And then 15 seconds later, the back door opens. And that's just like one of the things that happened at the house. Like at one point, it was like 4th of July and I heard like music box music, you know, like the little ballerina music um, in the basement. And I even told Mark at the time, I was like, do you hear that music? But it was like, so uh, my husband at the time was like, it was so like, there was so much going on in my house that I didn't really pay attention. Um, and then we also had like a makeup artist at the house and she was doing our makeup. And at the end, she told my sister, um, there's a, there's a man standing in the kitchen, but she has, she's like the sex, the sixth sense kind of a person. So she saw someone, she saw a man standing in my kitchen. <laughs> I have never felt uneasy at that. I've never felt uneasy. I never felt scared, but it was just too many events that occurred for it not to be like, okay. And it was like third party events, like the makeup artist, Vivint. I heard the music box. Um, Yeah. Did you mention that? Did she mention that just now? Was I zoning out the music box in the closet? Yeah. Yeah, I just mentioned that. That's so freaking crazy. (laughs) But you know what I did not mention on the podcast because I wasn't sure if I should mention it. Um, and Mike, so Mike, Mike knew my, um, or knows my, my ex-husband, but Mark was laying down on the sofa and he was like kind of falling asleep, kind of not. He heard a female voice tell him in his ear, I hate you. Whew. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I didn't share that on the podcast because I was like, oh, that's kind of, I don't know if that's too much, but yeah, he heard a woman's voice whisper in his ear. I hate you. And he's the kind of guy that doesn't believe in that kind of stuff. Like I'm a believer, like, you know, whatever he's not. And so that really freaked him out. <laughs> Dang. That is so bizarre. So I don't well, know if it's like a family, like a guy, a wife, a kid. Cause I heard the music box. Like it was, a, it was a brand new house. Never. It was like a new built house. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so weird. Yeah, and you very briefly mentioned on the podcast, you were kind of like, well, but I don't know before that, right? Because we don't ever know. And the thing yeah. that sometimes I think we forget is that the United States, when when Europeans came over here, that was not the first time there were yeah. like giant civilizations here. And so yeah. who knows on that plot of land, maybe if you go back, you know, 8,000 years or something like what was what was going on with Native Americans in the area. Yeah, but she was but, angry. She was angry, I guess. Or it's my, like, you know, the other thing that I, that I believe in is like stuff that you bring into the home. Like if you get something like maybe like a thrift store, you're like, Oh, this is cool. I'm gonna bring this, mm-hmm. you know, back. This- oh no, we're paused. Internet is paused. Dang it. Can you guys hear me? Um, <laughs> it is all right. But um, we no, go. we're saying like when you go to like thrift stores and stuff like that, we'll like, or antique places, you know, we'll look at things. We're like, hey, let's put this in the house. But every single time I say no on mirrors. Mirrors? No on mirrors. I've watched too many scary ass movies to know that <laughs> the mirrors are a no-no. Like that's like a gateway to the other world, man. You know, and if, especially like that somebody asks else's mirror and it was like yeah. in their uh, house and weird. Nah, not doing that. And then, then that episode, uh, Tony, um, that was before I worked at Ramcad, that art school. Yeah. And um, we talked about this on a later episode. There was one time where I was at this uh, school. It's called the Rocky Mountain College Art and Design. And it's like off of there on Colfax and Pierce. Mm-hmm. In these old buildings that are built from like the, the early 1900s, like legit, they're historical buildings. They used to be um, tuberculosis hospital. Oh, and then wow. it used to be yeah. a cancer hospital. And so all these crazy things, right? Well, 
one day I'm in my office and I was, you know, I'm always the first person there because I started early and uh, I'm sitting in my office and I hear this, like, what sounds like typing, right? And I even, I was like, what is that noise? I was like, I was like, I'm the only person in this building right now. I know that. And so I got up and I was like looking around, like, you know, look down the hallway. I was like, what's that? I was like, what is that? I was like, huh? So I sat down and then started doing it again. I was like, what is that noise, dude? I was like, oh my God. And so like I got, um, I went to track down the noise, you know, like every scary movie you should. <laughs> right. You should, <laughs> and so I was like, what's that noise, dude? And so I walked into my boss's office and she always has it locked. And so I was like, oh, but I was like, put my ear to the door and I heard this like typing. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, Tracy, are you in there? You heard typing? Yeah. I was like, Tracy, are you in there? And um, I was like, dang, I don't hear anything. And so, uh, you know, she's, like, she's not answering. And so that's when I got my phone out and I started recording it. And Tony's seen the recording too. It's video and everything. And uh, I was like, okay. It's like, nobody's in there. And so our offices were all against, they had windows on the outside. And she always left her blinds open mm-hmm. to the outside. And so I went around the building and I was like, still recording. And I was like, looking inside there with the video and there's just nobody in there but you can you can hear the typing still and i was like what is that oh my god and yeah it was i would have freaked out I would yeah have <laughs> well and that's that's not the only story because you're right dude those that that those buildings oh in that whole neighborhood because like i work i'm a teacher now so i work uh-huh. at a, a middle school that's in that same neighborhood it's on the other side of sloan's lake and it's the same thing like i googled one time when i was about to work there i googled <laughs> something where i was like i heard i heard that they uh they had made some video or something so i wanted to see like what the school video was so i youtubed you know the name of the school and when it came up it was just like this list of like haunted stories like all these stories about ghosts and i was like seriously and i also worked at rocky mountain college of art and design the same place mike worked and oh yeah the elevator story too you should probably tell that that place is for sure haunted 100 but i was there late one night studying all by myself and same thing i like heard this like like one of the doors was shaking and i was like oh that's kind of weird is that what's going on and so exactly like pierce exactly like you should never do in a scary movie (laughs) i got up and was like walked over there and it started doing it it was like the the door was like like shaking really hard and i was like no one was there everyone had gone home from the day the door was locked everything i was like okay that is super bizarre of course i went and got my phone (laughs) i come back with my phone and that's where it got weird mike's seen this recording too but i went over with my phone and i started recording the door because it was shaking really hard. The instant I hit record, it, it stopped. stopped. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. I'm like, that's super freaking weird. And I'm just like refusing to take the camera off of it. And all of a sudden the bathroom door on the other side starts Stop. shaking. I turn the camera to the bathroom door and it stops and the other door starts shaking again. And I turn back and then I flip the camera and I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I immediately like packed up my stuff and took off. Uh, but it was, it was super yeah, there was so many times because we used to, um, because when I when I worked there, like we used to have access to the recording studio and stuff like that, and it was at the very top of of the building. And like Tony was saying, there was one time um, where we were the only ones in the building, and we know we're the only ones in the building, right? Because I had the key and I'd lock it up at the end of the night and everything, right? And um, it was an elevator to get to that level, 
only an elevator gets that level. And remember, because we were right by the elevator um, engine or whatever the, the mechanical system, mm-hmm. and we're recording. All of a sudden, the elevator goes, and we all like this. We all looked at each other like you can hear it on the podcast too. You can hear the recording. Stop. Like I was like, dude, that's the elevator. And we're like, what the heck? And so I got out and I went to go to the door and I went to go open it up. And I was like, he's like, somebody coming upstairs, you know, coming upstairs or what? And uh, open up the door and I looked at the elevator and the elevator opened. And I was like, waited there for a second. I'm like, somebody in a, come out of there. And then I looked and I was like, nobody in there. And I came back in and I told the guys, I was like, there's, there's nobody in that elevator. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So bizarre. So bizarre. bizarre. When stuff like that happens, it's even hard to like comprehend what's happening. I feel like just because it's just oh. so like <laughs> well, you always try really to like happen. you always try to you you know use reason and logic. You're like, mm-hmm. nah, maybe it's just a short yeah. or something. Something happened. A short, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's what I do. That was yes. my survival at my house. I just justified it. <laughs> and the the other thing that made it really creepy was that that was we were on the fourth floor, right? Wasn't that the yeah. fourth floor? And so on that fourth floor, it's not like the other floors. Like there's barely anything on that floor. It's like this teeny little floor with like two offices or something, that weird isolated recording studio. So it's already kind of creepy if you're up there by yourself, but just because it's so <sighs> tiny. And then all of a sudden you hear somebody like, even if somebody was in the building, you're like, what are the odds that they actually are coming up to this fourth floor where there's like yeah. nothing up here nothing up there but us. so terrifying <laughs> and, and that and the elevators there are literally terrifying too or the elevator right like yeah. yeah you feel like you're gonna die it's like one of those super super old ones and it like shakes and you're like oh my god i literally like the, i worked there for three years i think or three or four years and the last like year and a half i completely stopped i just took the stairs every single day because i was i was convinced at one point that elevators gonna, yeah the cable was gonna break <laughs> yeah well one point in time it, it, the elevator reminded me of um what was it? You ever seen the movie? You ever seen the show Big Bang Theory? Yes. And how oh, their yeah. elevator yeah. never worked because of Sheldon? Yeah. Well, for yeah. a while, that elevator <laughs> never worked. And so everyone always had to take the stairs, you know? And um, it was like a, a good year that the elevator didn't work. And so I always joked around. I was like, it's like Big Bang Theory. It's like, this elevator just don't work. <laughs> it's probably for your own safety. It's probably a good thing it wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah those stuff, I find it fascinating. I think it's so interesting. Like, I love... Especially when you hear from someone that's experienced it. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the house thing, your house thing terrified me. Because that's always my fear is like, like if it's at work or if it's some other place, you know, where I can get away. Mm-hmm. But it's always scared me about the house, which is why, honestly, my heart skipped a beat there when Mike was like, I, my fear is like bringing something into the house. And I was like, oh, shit, I never thought about that. Because like, I, I don't really know. Like my whole understanding of the whole thing is completely constructed by like movies and like the yeah. little bit of experiences I've had. But it's always seemed to me like there's two different types, right? There's like ghosts which are usually like spirits of people who passed away or something. And for whatever reason, they're not fully resolved. And so they're kind of like in limbo. But then I heard you guys talking, I think it was the same episode about um, paranormal activity, right? But that's like a whole nother level. That's demons. That stuff is scary. I won't even mess with that. Like that stuff, that's not even funny to me. Like spirits or ghosts, I feel like that's interesting. But demons, that's a whole other level of like, no, thank you. I won't even... Mm-mm. And that's what I mean. Like when Pierce said the thing about it traveling, because I remember, wasn't it? I don't know if it was in that movie, but somehow I got in my head that like that's the difference between ghosts and demons. Like ghosts are usually tied to some location, whereas yeah. demons can like literally like go places and stuff. Terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. 
No, um, I, I, so my understanding of spirits, and I think I saw like a documentary was that it's people who like die, but don't, don't realize that they're dead. So it's like mm. you have a car accident and you walk out of your car accident and no one can see you and no one's like acknowledging you. So you don't realize you're dead. You're just kind of like there. Okay. It's, that's what I, that's what I read somewhere. That's where I, so. That sounds familiar. Like your essence is still there. Like yeah. there was, there's that one weird story. I can't remember where I came across it, but it was like a couple were getting, they were getting married that day. Mm. And on the way to the wedding, the husband mm. got in a car accident, but <sighs> He showed up at the wedding and oh, everybody goosebumps. I'm getting him right now. Like everybody everybody saw him. And then they, they like Stop. got married. They went through the whole Stop. thing and then he no. disappeared. And everybody was like, Where the heck did the groom go? They couldn't figure it out. And then when they did the math on the, the time he was pronounced dead and the car accident and everything, it was before the ceremony. No way. But there was like forty five people there that all said he was here. He married her, like everything was legit. And this then he a disappeared. True story. True story. I, I can't I can't <laughs> I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Let me see if I can find it. Well, that's a campfire story dollar. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. I was getting goosebumps. That's crazy. <laughs> Let me see if I can find any anything was, valid. About I was joking around. I've told this uh, to multiple people that I wanted to make like make like a parody skit or like a parody movie about uh-huh. ghosts. You know, where it's like ghosts are you, you, ghosts are usually the ones that are like inconveniencing us in our regular <laughs> life. Right, yeah. but I wanted mm-hmm. to flip it around and be like, as as we're the living are inconveniencing their life because they're like, you know, they're sitting down eating breakfast, and all of a sudden, like someone puts things down in front yeah. of them, like, dude, uh-huh. I'm eating for breakfast here, you know? Yeah, and, it's and so true. Get mad and they knock things over, and yeah. it's like <laughs> that's so true. It's true. Like we're just living in two different like worlds, but we're living together. Yeah, maybe perhaps. <laughs> Did you find a dollar? No, so far this is totally not legit. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Mo probably told you that at yeah. some point. Uh, that's his dad. Uh, I, uh, your dad, but I I could see how something like that could happen. Like maybe not. Like I could see how it's don't. I could see how something like that could happen. Something similar like that could really happen. Just where a person's died and they visit someone and you don't realize they're dead. You know what I mean? I could see that being true or something similar. Yeah, bro. I'm so sad right now. Like I can't. I mean, I guess I'm not. That's, <laughs> Just, just the fact that there's nothing like I can't find anything remotely similar. Like I was like fictional story, like anything. Is there? Any- Who told you this story? I wish I could remember. I feel like I the saw go- it. <gasps> the groom told you this story, Tony. You're the groom. <laughs> the truth is, the truth is, I probably saw it on like a YouTube rabbit hole somewhere. Probably- no, you can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's- yeah. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, either way, creepy if it was real. Creepy. <laughs> creepy no, stuff. No good if it's real. So um, now so now that you're in the podcasting world, switching uh-huh. gears here. Mm-hmm. Um what were your expectations coming in? Did you have any expectations or you know what? I actually do a lot of things in life without expectations because okay. I feel like sometimes when you raise expectations, you're like disappointed. So no, I was actually pleasantly surprised. You know what was my expectations, I just really hope that we were, I was just really hope that we were able to like be a good team together. That's what I was expecting for us to be a good team together. Um, I was, I've been, it's been really cool to kind of be surprised of how many like 
friends and family have really like supported our podcast and listen and share our podcast. So, so it's always like, for me, it's always like humbling that people take the time to listen to us, and like listen to our nonsense. So no, I didn't really have expectations. We just kind of, um, I was just really hoping that Bella and I would be like a good team together and it wouldn't be boring to like listen to us. So, so no, it's been, I've been pleasantly like surprised and it's been pleasantly fun to like really do, do the podcast. Like we really enjoy it. That's the key. I love that you say that about not having expectations. I feel like that's so true of so many things in life, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. people get, people fall so in love with the results they're after, right? They're like trying to achieve this thing or whatever, as opposed to just embracing the process, having fun, enjoying the shit out of it, you know? And then, and then it kind of, it leads to where it leads and wherever it goes, where it goes. But um, it really is a great podcast. It's very enjoyable to listen to. And I, and I, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I just, it's that, that feeling, like I said, like a fly on the wall, like all of a sudden you're like oh i'm in this like conversation these people i don't even know or anything but hearing like different people's takes on life and there's such a variety of human beings out beings out there that i think that's a big appeal of it too it's just yeah i think that's the funnest thing is sometimes bringing friends well you guys do that constantly um you guys are always bringing different people to your show but it's just really fun to like really sit down i find people fascinating i feel like everyone has a story like it's just everyone we all come from we're just all different and that's what makes it fun so i just and especially when you're able to like sit down with friends or family and like just kind of ask them questions and it's i think that's my favorite thing about the podcast is just bringing friends and and just having cool conversations and yeah i enjoy that yeah well it's funny because it's like when i listen to it it's the uh I like it says the polar opposite because it's two ladies versus, you know, me and Tony versus two guys. <laughs> and so I just sit there and I'm listening and I'm like, I'm like, what kind of useful information will I have today? And so it's like, like, oh no, that's not useful information. My wife, <laughs> useful my wife does that. That's what my wife does. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, no, I think that's why I was excited about your podcast because it's like you're two dudes. And you guys also just talk about kind of, whatever you guys want to talk about workout like teaching like it's just really cool it's just nice to like I feel like you guys are more informative than we are though <laughs> mm, I don't know I think you're now I think you're being sweet <laughs> I think there's even a one of our um one of our main plugs is one of the guys that uh, from multi-blazer his name is Luke Cisna he did a plug for us that said and remember we are not doctors. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And that's the thing I have see for me, I'm like, as I'm a teacher and I sort of have that personality, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that like very, very like uh, follow the rules, get things right. You know, don't make mistakes, you know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, which happens all the time. But there's so many times like that where I've just had to let go of it. And the funny thing is, is you feel like, oh, I made a mistake or I said something wrong or I shouldn't have said mm-hmm. that or that was inaccurate. Um, but the truth is the people listening really don't give a, they don't care. <laughs> Right. You know, yeah, and it's true because we live in such a council culture, like where everything it's like you almost can't be politically incorrect because people just come after you. Like I think in the, one of the first episodes, I I had a hard time. What was the word that I was gonna use? Like black people. I don't even know what I was gonna say. So I was like, oh my gosh, what if that's interpreted incorrectly? Like what if they think I'm like a brown? I don't even know what I was gonna say. I can't remember, <laughs> but I remember being like, okay, I hope I hope I hope I don't sound insulting or you know what I mean I just you yeah. kind of like question how you're going to sound to the audience <laughs> oh you're preaching to the choir over here that's that's I'm exactly <laughs> exactly the same way that episode it, we were that's literally what we were talking about a couple episodes ago when I was like doubting myself I was like oh, yeah. bro, I don't know if I should have talked about that stuff but that's what, well, what I was you're talking a teacher you're a teacher I think it's you're a teacher you're you know do your students know you have a podcast <laughs> 
No, 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 no. <laughs> Although, no, I don't. It, and that's why I put the explicit warning. And I remember at one time, because, um, you know, Lacey, Lacey's a friend of ours who yeah. um, has been on, he's actually a big part of the reason I became a teacher. He's uh, oh. He volunteers with kids. He's a, he's a military veteran, um, but he just does a lot of work with students. And so he came on and he would talk about, he's got this uh, thing called Project Project Exodus. He takes kids camping and he works them out oh, and stuff. Um, he's got a background in like physical education. And so he was talking about, it got me super inspired inspired and then it got me to be a teacher and so then down the road uh, we're like talking and he's always wanted to like bring the podcast and and you know our school and stuff together and every time i'm like shoot it down immediately i'm like no the shit i say on this podcast like this is my outlet this is where i get to just like be whatever you know um And I do. And I have a lot of those thoughts. A lot of times, you know, I bounce things off my wife and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, should I be doing this? And and I always realize, like, I'm so thankful to have people like Mike around me. My wife's very yeah. similar to Mike, like just laid back, doesn't really trip on anything. And so it's always good to have those people to bounce it off where they're like, nah, you, I wouldn't sweat it. Don't worry about it. You know, not, oh, not no, say Bill, anything. Your wife does not do the podcast, so you should not run podcast stuff through your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that goes through no. me. <laughs> You gotta learn your priorities, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I like, I run it by her. Like, you know, should I be so loose with the cussing and just talking about whatever? Or should I try to like, you know, pull it back well, a little because I'm a teacher? Those there was a little bit of time when we did have that break, though. I remember you saying that because you were, you were a little terrified of that, you know, being like, oh, if I do the podcast and they're going to know, and you know, then I might lose my job and this and that. And, and then you were like, Ah, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think your podcast is. I don't think your podcast is too crazy. No. Yeah. No, I don't think it is either. But I mean, I, that's my my personality yeah. type. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. like microscopically look at every little thing I said. Do you guys think, oh, talk shit. about like hot topics, like you know, like sex? Uh, I don't know, race, all that stuff. Do you guys? Talk oh, about race, race a lot. Yeah, yeah. talk about race a lot. Talk, you know, we had. I mean, shoot, I think like two, three episodes ago, we had. Was it? No, when Tyson was back on, we were talking about a bunch of race, and that's that's when when um, the whole capital riot went down and stuff yeah. like that. And we were talking about, you know, do you guys talk about like relationships, like cheating, like stuff like that? Anything? it's like a weird thing where because because and it was funny because i was listening to you guys kind of talk about this too um but it's like you all of a sudden i'm like realizing oh we do have this sort of spot we never go huh mike <laughs> like we don't, <laughs> don't we, we don't really talk about sex i guess now's the greatest time to start don't you so <laughs> great anyways last night we were no. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, okay. You guys keep it manly. You guys keep it manly. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it is funny though because I think we kind of take pride in that too. Like we consider ourselves brutally honest as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like to talk about everything. And it was, I don't think probably for Pierce was the same experience until that moment. I never had realized like mm, we we've never <laughs> talked about sex or cheating ever on this show. Like not sex even once in 126 episodes. I don't think it's ever come up. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Mm. I feel like I'm at the uh, I'm at a psychiatrist right now. All of a sudden, I realize I have this like blind I mean, spot. We've, we've literally <laughs> talked about it. Everything. we've talked about music we've talked about sports uh-huh. we've talked about assaulting homeless people i mean oh yeah like, <laughs> 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 oh, 
Yeah, no, that's hilarious. You know, I, I'm, I'm all for it, though. And I think that's what I've always loved about this podcast is there's been so many times where I'm very uncomfortable. And I think anytime mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable, I feel like it's a good thing. I feel like it's yeah. a good sign for the podcast. It's a good thing uh, for me personally, you know, just like tapping into those things. Like as soon as you hit, as soon as you said it, my gut instinct was like, change the subject, <laughs> change the subject. <laughs> but, but why? His gut, I don't know. His gut instinct was like, guys, okay, this episode is not airing. <laughs> see, and I would be so curious. We had an episode um, called... Um, friends with can can men have female friends and vice versa is that mm. possible can a man have genuine female friends where it's just there's just, it's just a friendship and can females have guy friends that's just nothing but a friendship so we had that kind of topic and it's it, but we just talk, it's our perspective so it's always interesting to get a male's perspective i think we had a guest speaker and it was interesting because he said not really interesting um yeah i'd be curious where you come down on this pierce um but i personally yeah i think so i think also a lot of times it can be disastrous um it really depends on the people it depends on what kind of relationship you're in and how secure both parties are in the relationship and like how you guys feel about that stuff um but no i think it's totally possible um, my wife has guy friends that uh particularly most of her really good guy friends are like guys she grew up with Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she was born in the Philippines and then she had a lot of friends who moved here from the Philippines. They live in California. Um, and they've come out to see her. She's come out to see them and they spend time together and stuff like that. And it's never bothered me. Although I have talked about this stuff with Pierce. Cause like in high school, um, it took, I had to work on like getting uh-huh. to that point where I was cool with it because in high school I dated a girl who cheated on me constantly. Mm-hmm. And like, I was that dumb young guy who was just mm-hmm. kept going, ah, oh, we're gonna work it out. And I was never your typical dude. I was never like the Casanova guy or anything like that. I was always like the long term, I'm looking for a, a bride one day <laughs> to settle down with, you know, like I was the only dude, like none of my friends understood me. But Tony, that's called the slow game, dude. You got slow game. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It takes you work at it, Tony. It's slow game, buddy. Uh, it's okay. Sounds way better. Sounds I mean, right now, you, you're married, so you, you got yeah. the end point. <laughs> it's, the gen- it's the gentleman's game. I like that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but no, I think it's definitely possible. Um, I think some couples for sure shouldn't. You shouldn't have yeah. because if there's any insecurities there or um, sometimes, like I said, like if you've got like a history of being cheated on or something like that and you're not mm-hmm. really over it and you haven't dealt yeah. with it, um, then for sure, I think it can wreak havoc on a relationship. Uh, what about you, Pierce? Do you think you think dudes can have girlfriends and and your and women can have guy friends when they're in like a committed relationship? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, but I just think it's like um, it's de- again dependent on everybody. Like, you know, my wifey, she doesn't have any guy friends, you know, because that's just not what she, you know, not her prerogatives. You know, she just has girlfriends. Um, but I have guy and girlfriends. Obviously, I'm you know, Mister Social Butterfly. And so, you know, I see everybody all the time, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if the, the one person's comfortable with it for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess it, 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 I mean, we've been married for 11 years, been together, you know, 15 plus years. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was definitely a subject before on, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, well, who do you talk to and who's this and this and this, but now as you get on, it's not, you know, Cause you know, when you first start off in a relationship, it's like, you know, you're sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's like, who are you, who are you talking to right now? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. always like that. When you first start off, it's like, who are you, who are you talking to? Now it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. like, that's it. 
<laughs> yeah, it, well, and the the experience I had had too with the the girlfriend who cheated on me all the time was, and that's why it took me a while to get used to. It. We were like, it depends on what they're doing, yeah. because for me, I didn't know where the line was. Like, I would be mm-hmm. like too lenient with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're just hanging out. Oh, oh we're just hanging out. Oh, okay, cool. at his. Ha- oh, you're hanging out at his house. Oh, okay. <laughs> who, like you guys there with some. You guys there with some people or oh, oh, just you guys. Like, just curious. Like, what what room? Oh, his room. Oh, his room. <laughs> Oh, oh! You're just you're you're staying the night because you because you drank a little. Got it. Oh, I'm, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this. And you know, and then I find out two weeks later, you're like, oh shit, she cheated on me, bro. Like, so dumb, so dumb. That's horrible. It's horrible, right? No. The, the passive Mister Nice Guy status. It's never served me well. Yeah. It, what they say about the nice guys finishing last is absolutely true. You gotta you gotta have at least a little bit of asshole in you. You gotta be tougher. You gotta spot that shit coming. I do think every guy, every nice guy needs a little bit of asshole. Just a little bit, not too much though. Yeah. The, the older you get, the I feel like as a female, you appreciate the nice guys more. Ooh. I okay. really think there's truth to that for yeah. sure. Because I felt underappreciated when I was younger, for damn sure. For sure. I would always be appalled. I'm like, really? That dude? Are you serious? Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's hilarious. I'm curious where your guys' conversation went. Like, where, what, how did you, it come down for you guys? Or like, what do you think of that stuff? Um, you know what? For me, I think it's just, so for me, I was like, it just depends. I feel like as females, you get vibes from other females. So, you know, I feel like you get vibes. And I don't know if men feel the same way. Like, oh, no, this dude's trying to get with, this dude's trying off that's when i kind of have an issue with it like you could just feel when when someone's trying to like i don't know be extra nice or she's just you know she's just trying too hard i don't know but i'm okay with it if the energy is right that's hilarious yeah i i think my wife would say the same thing she's very much like that it's like it depends on the depends on who the chick is she can feel the vibe right away like what's Mm -hmm. going on yeah, you could feel someone's intentions. You know, energy is real. Energy is real, and you could feel someone's intentions. So I think for me, it just depends on that. So I'm okay with it. I think it's possible. I think one of the funniest ones is where Tony didn't realize when that uh, one fan of your band, when you were doing the music, buddy, remember? And she kept on like liking all your stuff on the, the Facebook page. And then when you, and she came to the show, you're like, oh, that's a really weird vibe, dude. I don't remember this. What? Yeah. <laughs> you remember. And I had to tell you, I was like, no, that's weird, dude. That's fucking real. Like she was like, like trying to hit on me type of thing or. Yeah, dude. And oh. you didn't realize it. And you still don't realize it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember who was this? Like what? Re- give me something that I can remember. I don't know, dude, but it was like back in the day. And it was like when you were just doing the music only and you were doing shows and like this one particular person was like liking everything and was like commenting on everything. And then like would show up to the shows. I've, I mean, I've had a couple of weird things like that happen. I don't know the exact one. I don't know the exact one you're talking about. But yeah, huh. Damn, I wish I remembered. It's, it seems really bad that I don't re- know what you're talking about. <laughs> so do nice guys not realize when a girl's kind of flirting with them? <laughs> you're asking the fish, like, does the fish I see would the say, water? I would, probably I, say, I would probably say yes. You think? Because you know, they're nice all the time and, you yeah, know, they're expecting yeah, to be yeah. nice and they don't know, you know, they don't have that same energy. Oh, feeling. I know what you're talking about. I know oh, yeah. exactly who you're talking about. The one that showed up with, uh, Ontario came to the show. 
Yes. Right? Yes. Oh God. Now I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, that got weird fast. I've had that happen. I've had that happen a couple of times in my life. Not always related to music either. Did I ever tell you about Hope? This chick Hope way back yeah. in the day that yeah. I I did. She turned out to be psycho Marty. She was like like I knew her. I barely knew her. We decided to go on a date. I was young and stupid. And so we decided to go camping together in the mountains. <laughs> So, so, and this is not so alone. This sounds like we're back to the scary stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to say it did get pretty scary. Like it, it got very creepy. In fact, like we, so, you know, we started to kind of hit it off. So we were talking and stuff. Turns out she was a musician too. She played piano and sang a little bit. Uh -huh. um, and so we started working on it. This shows how old I am. It was a Nora Jones song from back in oh, the day. Cool. So we were like working on it together. Um, and like I said, this is all in under two weeks. All this happened. So we decided to go camping together. I love camping. I've camped my whole life. And I was like, sure, let's go like a dumb young guy who doesn't know the person at all. So we go up, we're camping. Um, we hang out. We have a good time. Where it got weird was we came back into town after like one or two days, probably two days up in the mountains, we come back into town and we go to her house. I drop her off. And then she's like, Hey, you should stay. And I was like, stay, I gotta, I gotta go home and take a shower. Like I can't, I'm not hanging out. And then she did not want me to leave. And so she literally like locked the door. Stop. So over the, over the few days of getting to know her, I find out she's a black belt in karate. She has, um, she has a, a taser in her house. She has multiple like crazy <laughs> weapons, like samurai swords and shit. And she she literally told me, she said, if you want to go, you got to get through me. And I was like, bro, no. Like, what? No, no, this is not me. You're going to kick my ass. This is not going to be good. It's going to be very embarrassing for me. Can I just go home? And she really didn't want me to go. It was like a big deal. So finally, I talked my way out of the house. And as soon as I left, I, it was like the biggest red flag. I was like, no, fuck this. I am never seeing this chick again. But she had my phone number. And she just blew me up like nonstop. And it got to the point, I literally changed my phone number. Because, because it was her. Because it was so bad. But then here's the creepiest part about the whole thing. So I changed my number. I have a totally different phone number. She doesn't know where I live even though it was terrifying because we lived like three blocks from each other, but she didn't know, she didn't know that. And so, so like she, what she started doing was it, the reason I changed my number is because not only would she blow me up, then I would pick up and be like, Hey, please stop calling me. And then she would be like silent. I'm like, yo, I know it's you. Like, are you there? And she wouldn't say anything. So then after a while she would start calling at like two in the morning, three in the morning. Then when she would call, I'd pick it up and she would play that fucking Nora Jones song. She would play the song that we were going to do together. <laughs> Have I told you this whole story before, Pierce? I don't know. Maybe I haven't told the whole thing. And then I was with my dad one day and I'm like telling him about it. And I'm like, dad, I'm legit scared. Like this chick, <laughs> this chick is crazy. Like she might try to hunt me down or something like, you know, like be aware that this is going on, dad. So if anything happens to me, her name is, and I give him her full name, you know? And so then what, right as I'm telling my dad about this, we're coming out of Home Depot together and my phone rings and I go, it's that number. I turn it on and it's the Nora Jones song and I played it for my dad and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> Lucky for me, I was only in Colorado for the summer 
And so <laughs> I, I went back to California, had a totally different phone number, didn't come back for, I think it was at least a few years before I came back. And then it just kind of faded away. But I, I think I've told you this, Pierce, every time I drive by that intersection, I still freak out every single time. You have post-traumatic stress. <laughs> All of a sudden, after this, after this podcast, Tony's going to no. friend request. No, I'm going to get a friend request. <laughs> you made me do the video version. Why? <laughs> Tony, I think the biggest red flag of that whole thing would have been the <laughs> oh yeah no 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 for sure <laughs> or locking that door no <laughs> no that you. whole thing yeah that whole thing was a red flag like it was totally a red flag like as soon as i left i was like i'm never talking to this chick again like i can't believe i went over the mountains like she could have murdered me like anything could have happened here it was i was done but unfortunately it was just a little too late so it was like all of a sudden she was just yeah, like a stalker, like a full-on stalker. That's scary. And I've told you that mine, the the one with the the girl who put the giant teddy bear and the flowers in my Camaro. Remember that one? Remind me of this. I, <laughs> so I do remember this. Please do share. <laughs> so I was working at a um, uh, at a warehouse, and um, I had uh, gotten friendly with one of my coworkers. <laughs> always a bad idea <laughs> and yeah i mean anybody that's ever seen def jams how to be a player <laughs> that's that's for real that's for real <laughs> but um you know, so like yeah i started to get like friendly with her and then all of a sudden it was like all right i'm not really not really feeling this and it was legit valentine's day and i remember going out to my camaro dollar and I opened up the Camaro door and inside of it, you remember now, huh? I do. Inside of this thing, Marty, is like a four foot teddy bear and like roses on the backseat of my Camaro. And I was like, <laughs> how did you get in here? Because I legit had to unlock there. it. Like, I was like, how did you get in? I was like, oh my God. It was, it, yeah, it was. And same thing, like, you know, the the whole like, you know, hey, I, I'm not really like flower guy, you know, <laughs> or teddy bear, right? <laughs> or the teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know what, and, and, and you know what the creepy, but I didn't know what to do with that thing, dude. I felt like real bad, like throwing it away. And so it just sat in my room, like in the corner of my room, dude, like forever. That sounds scary. I feel like we just, that sounds scary. That sounds, I'm just. You could, you men have experienced some interesting things. I didn't realize men had stalkers. And I imagine it's way more common for women, right? <laughs> no, she's like, no, I've never had that experience. I don't know what you're talking about. Never <laughs> had a stalker. Legit? Oh my god, maybe that's funny. Maybe it's all about perspective. Like if I would have got like a teddy bear and roses, I'd be like, oh, how sweet, instead <laughs> of like, oh, how scary. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about perspective. Maybe I have had one, but I just thought they were sweet. Maybe that's oh, maybe that's what scared me. Yeah. It, was, it, was my, sweet. It, was, it was my male role taken away from me. Like I was like, oh, what? No, I give the flowers and bears. Yeah. No. Well, the, and the terrifying part is like how she got it in your car, right? Yeah. Your car was locked and everything. Like how the. Yeah. And you know what I felt like too? When I put that key in, I was like. It's just going to explode. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Like I don't know that maybe this is like a like a mobster movie like you know she put roses back there to say goodbye you know like I don't know. Dang. Yeah. How so? But you worked with her, right? 
Yeah. So how did it end? Like what happened? It just got super, you quit your job. (laughs) (laughs) Weird, dude. Like weird. Oh no. That see, that's the bad thing about the coworker thing. Like having a relationship with somebody that you work with is that if it goes south, you're stuck, bro. And like, well, you know what the, you know what the thing is though, too. Like statistically speaking, they say that like, I think I told you this before. Like eighty five percent of like all married couples met through like work. Mm-hmm. You know, which is again, you're know, like it, it could go good or bad. Obviously, you know, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, technically, technically, that's you too, Dollar. You met yours through. Yeah, through my mom. Yeah, she worked for my mom. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? You're part of the staff. Yeah, it's a good good point. (laughs) (laughs) I never really thought about it. I mean, it it makes sense because you spend so much time with someone. I think you spend more time with your coworkers than you do sometimes like your own family. So it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know know there's been people that have gotten um, offended by the terms um, work wives and work husbands like i know people that like get like offended by that like no you don't have a work work husband or a work wife yeah like they legit get offended by that yeah no those terms don't bother me because it's usually it's usually pretty that's a harmless mm-hmm. term. it's coming from the guy who got cheated on in high school <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's fine it's oh what's fine. that they oh in bikinis they were hanging out? Own, oh yeah no big oh, deal it's like in yeah. your own office <laughs> and you can lock the door You're, why was the door locked oh see so no private meeting okay yeah get private it. meeting mm-hmm. and you had to work overnight it was a big, big project okay that's fine. got it yeah. got it got what? it yeah and, yeah and why why do you need the murphy bed in your office okay okay, okay. You know that's fine <laughs> yeah that was a long time ago i'm an old man now tony is confident in himself now that he doesn't have to worry about that ever good <laughs> yeah. i feel like that's don't, don't say anything it's gonna jinx me pierce <laughs> I'm gonna text Myra right now and say, "Don't you cheat on my friend." <laughs> yeah, she's she's super comfortable with anything. Nothing seems to bother her at all. Like she's like really comfortable with that kind of stuff. Like if I have a friend who's a, a female or whatever, it doesn't bother her. Doesn't Probably bother because her. I'm. It could partly could be my personality though too. Like, <laughs> like he's never gonna cheat, bro. Because like, you're so Tony's so oblivious to it that even if a girl was to like really like Tony, Tony's like. Mm, what? <laughs> I'm learning all about myself on this podcast. <laughs> I have to come on here more often, Marty. I can figure out who I am. <laughs> I mean, you're a nice guy. That's it's a good trait. It's a good trait. <laughs> That's a good trade. Oh my gosh, this is good. Hey, you know what we should do, Dollar? Oh, of course, yes. We, we should must. ask her the question that we asked every single guest that comes on this podcast. Uh-uh. The question yeah. is, Dollar? Uh, so uh, you're stuck on a desert island okay. for the rest Tropical of your island. life. Tropical island. It's beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. It's mm. like a paradise, right? So you're there the rest of your life. You have uh, all the food you could ever imagine, all the amenities. You don't, you're not needing for anything at all. The okay. only catch is the only music you can have is one album for the rest of your life. A single album. Oh, my gosh. So while you think of that, That's Tony's a hard, is, hard question. What it was is. your dollar? Uh, so mine is uh, Bob Marley's Catch a Fire. Came out in 1973. I always tell the story. I used to have it in my truck and I would just, it was just on repeat like constantly for like several years and it never got old to me. I loved it. So that that would be it for you. 
That would be it for me. That's a good yeah. one, though. That's a really good one. Mike, I'm curious. And then mine was uh, Gratitude by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Dang. That was 1975, so it's in the 70s, too. Gosh, yeah. you guys yeah. have, like, legit ones. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because we, we've had time to think about this, you know, but it's funny because you always put guests on the spot and you're like, you must figure it out right now. Like you have to decide like if you did one know. album. Yeah. yeah. And you, you got to think about a few factors because there's some really great mm-hmm. albums. Right. And I, there's some albums I love, but mm-hmm. could I listen to nothing but that the rest of my life? Ugh, that's, that's challenging. Fudge. <laughs> that's a really hard question. Um, And unfortunately, the podcast doesn't move on until you answer. <laughs> okay, well, let me see. So I'm a so huge Mariah Carey fan, like a huge Mariah Carey oh. fan. Like her old stuff, like her number one yeah. hits album. <sighs> but I do love, so I'm Latina, so I listen to a lot of like Spanish music. I might have to be like an aventura, like an aventura is like a bachata group. But I could just listen to the music all day and all night. So I would get Aventura, like their number one hits. Aventura. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's, right. like bach- it's like bachata. It's a little, it's, I, I love it. Like that's, that's my jam. Nice. So I go. guess I would pick that one. All right. Okay. All right. I definitely never had that one before. Yeah, <laughs> definitely never had that one before. <laughs> I feel like your guys is so much better than mine. You guys have legit ones. Holy smokes. Yeah, but everybody's different. No, I think a yeah. lot of people would disagree with mine. Like, I don't know. Pierce, could you listen to a Bob Marley album for the rest of your life? You think? I don't think so. No, because I need I need like like that, that happy like a, vibe that like like just need a groove. Upbeat. I need yeah. to be upbeat because if I'm stuck on a fucking island by myself, you know, <laughs> like some flow shit, just like da 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 da. Like, like, I need something to, like jam to, dude. Like, but yeah. you're gonna be jamming to yourself. Like, yeah. there's no one there to jam with. Might as well chill by yourself. <laughs> um, so, Mari, are you from Colorado? Did you grow up here in Colorado? So I've grown, yes, I've grown up in Colorado most of my life. But I was actually born in Mexico. So, hmm. um, yeah, so I was born in Mexico, but I've grown up in Denver, actually over 30 years of my life so oh cool yeah so what yeah, yeah. what uh, i'm curious what part of mexico you were born in jalisco so like central mexico puerto vallarta is part oh, of jalisco oh yeah oh, okay so, yeah, yeah yeah so um i come from the state where tequila is made so nowhere else <laughs> in the world can they make tequila but jalisco so yeah is that where i come from is that literally true or like they just make no the it's true <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So they don't, they literally don't make tequila anywhere else in the world or uh-huh. they don't make it as good. Oh, they don't. I didn't they know. They don't. That. No. Mm-mm. You can wow. make mezcal in different parts of Mexico, but you can't make tequila, but just in Jalisco. Wow. Pierce, that's a fun fact right there, bro. Mm-hmm. Write that one down. Tony was like thinking it was just like a, a slogan, like the Chick-fil-A, <laughs> like the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We invented the chicken sandwich. <laughs> nobody <laughs> makes tequila no. like us. Like I thought it was like that. I didn't realize it was like, no, literally nobody makes it. <laughs> no, like, no, we're no, the no. only ones. <laughs> literally. I think, it's, I, I think it's against the law. I think you can't make tequila anywhere else outside of Jalisco. And so there's a city in in Jalisco called tequila and you could go and take a cool free tour and you take like shots of tequila like at the end of the tour it's really cool and they show you how to like you know they do the whole tequila from the beginning to the end so if you're ever in Jalisco might as well check out tequila 
Heck yeah, that's cool. I really didn't mm-hmm. know that. That's pretty fascinating. Um, I had yeah. no idea. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, hey, Pierce, I just take sorry to take us on a tangent. I meant to ask you about this before. Did you see this? Because um, I've been finding out so much about my family. You know that um, on my dad's side, I've explained this to Mike before. On my dad's side, I've never known like any of my family. Like I yeah. knew oh. my mom and my dad. Um, on my dad's side, I knew my grandparents, but they died when I was like six or seven years old. I never really met them. I definitely didn't know my great-grandparents on that side. And so I've always been curious. Like I never knew like what my ethnicity was. I mean, clearly I'm white as hell, but like I didn't really know like what, you know, what part of Europe or whatever. And so I did 23andMe not too long ago and found out all kinds of crazy stuff. First of all, I'm super Irish, um, <laughs> clearly, which everybody could have told me but i'm starting i had this i've had several people reach out to me now pierce i actually kind of want to show this to you i might even text it to you um i think i found a picture of my great grandfather on my dad's Holy side smokes. and so oh, now yeah. and it's, i found this chick who like her mom has like mapped out a whole bunch of the family history and our family history kind of overlaps and uh-huh. so the name dollar remember i always wondered where it came from and so i was yeah. like looking it up trying to figure it out i thought at some point i thought it was german because there's a an american named dollar that's based off of the german word taller so is your last name dollar yeah that's that's my real last I thought name you were just i thought you guys were just giving nicknames to each other it's so funny because nobody even believes it even my own students like they always ask me like why do you go by dollar anyway i'm always like because it's my name like i would never spell it (laughs) (laughs) d-o-l-l-a-r which it's surprising how many people misspell it though well it was it was really funny too because how me and tony met was um working (laughs) financial aid uh-huh. So like, it was funny because like he would email and I was part of the, I'm part of this organization called CAFA, which is the Colorado Administrative Financial Administrators, right? And people would always come up to me and be like, yo, is, is Tony Dollar a real person? <laughs> like they thought it was like a, a financial aid name for somebody. And I was like, no, that's, I mean, Tony's my employee. He's for I'm, real. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of that last name. I feel like it, it's kind of cool. It's so <laughs> funny. Dollar. I get it. Yeah, I get it all the time. People, I literally a, te- a fellow teacher told me today, like that is the coolest name I've ever heard. It's so weird. <laughs> me, I'm like numb from it because like I've just had it my whole life, and everyone always thinks I made it up or it's like some stage name or whatever. Um, so anyway, so remember I was telling you, so like on my mom's side, and uh, this is gonna be really hilarious telling this to Madi, but growing up, like on um, my mom and my grandmother and stuff, they always told us that we were uh-huh. like majorly Mexican. Really? Like that we had a lot of Mexican in our blood okay. and, and I always was like, I would just kind of get quiet. Like <laughs> it's weird. You know, none of us look Mexican at all. That would be really cool. I would love that, but uh-huh. it seems unlikely. So then when I got 23 in May, it just destroyed it. Like I have no Mexican at all, like zero, <laughs> like Aww. none. But the other thing is that everyone always said that we had native American, um, and my, uh, on my dad's side, that's what everybody said. And I have like, I'm like 3.6% native American or something like that. Um, which was, you know, higher than would be expected probably. Um, but it turns out that it's legit on my dad's side of the family and that the name dollar actually comes from a native American adaptation where they adopted like an English name and the original name was dollar hide. Like they combine oh, wow. two like dollar and then like, you know, like deer hide kind of thing. And yeah. so, yeah. So it's the, it's actually Chickasaw Native American is where it comes from. And that's where that 3.5%, if you go down far enough down the line, eventually it gets smaller and smaller. And that's, that's where I ended up. <laughs> but I'm going to text it to you because I found a picture of him. Um, you'll have to tell me if he, if he actually That's looks. pretty fascinating, actually. That kind of stuff is really, really fascinating. Just to kind I'm, of see. 
where we come from. Yeah. And especially now because with the internet, you can connect with different family members and people could find like murderers through that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it, was, it was funny when, when Tony did it a little yeah, glossy. It better. Yeah. It's super glossy. Oh, that's so cool. That's crazy, dude. Isn't that crazy? That's, so wild, cool. huh? that's so cool. Well, it's funny. So when, cause I did it a long time ago, the 23 and me, and I shared it with all, with, with Where all are you, Mike? And then Tony was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, but, um, you know, when Tony gave me his results, he's like, bro, he's like, I'm like 98%, you know, uh, uh, white. And I was like, uh, Tira got you beat, bro. My wife. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, Tira's like 99.8% white, bro. And he's like, no <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 90, 99.8%. <laughs> Holy smokes. What are you, Mike? Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm high right. 57. Yeah. So I'm like, um, European, um, Mexican, obviously, uh, Filipino. Um, but yeah, I think the most surprising part was the, the European part. Cause it's literally like 50% is I'm, I'm European. And, um, but it's, it, it's from, um, Southern what is it? Europe. Like the, the Portuguese and Spanish mm-hmm. Europe areas, but, but still, you know, they all, they, they classify that as, as European. Did you guys ever watch the George Lopez show? He used to do this thing like, how black are you? Do you guys yeah. watch that segment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he had like Snoop Dogg and um, Jessica Alba. Yeah. And Jessica Alba was more black than Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> well, it's funny because like when I got the 23 and me results, I always joked around like as all my friends, like, um, uh, like Jared, for example, I was like, when I came back, it said I was like um, two point no like what 3.5 3.5 sub-saharan african and i was like bro i get it i get it dude he was like what are you talking about i was like i understand the struggle man i'm 3.5 sub-saharan african man I'm basically african-american basically <laughs> you and me both bro something basically yeah. i'm uh i'm 1.8 percent and, and you really yeah and th- well yeah but that, that's not really i don't think that's that significant. well it's all because most of life basically started in africa so oh, I guess. yeah yeah I yeah guess. and that, and we got deep on that before too pierce like the whole yeah. history of neanderthals because that's what's so crazy is that like you it tells you like it doesn't tell you what percentage neanderthal because everybody has like a teeny amount a teeny percent it's like less than two percent or maybe even it's point two percent or something like that but way back in human history neanderthals and regular homo sapiens like interbreeded and yeah mike it grosses mike out pretty much but it's funny because i was telling pierce like i have very very little and so like compared to the general population i think i have more than like seven percent of the population i have more neanderthal genes than seven percent but all my relatives bro the one who sent me the picture and like has a whole bunch of our family mapped out she has more than 48 percent of the the general population neanderthal genes which is easy so let me tell you Marty, about uh-huh. what, what the, the whole neanderthal thing uh-huh. so how it works is that neanderthals back in the day made it with human humanoids humans in okay. which is how the species progressed right because it's different what's a neanderthal what is it like exactly it's like oh, okay but we wouldn't consider them human well no there were the different species essentially but kind of compatible so what takes it even further (laughs) is i was just saying like just to show you that how how gross all human guys are for the most part (laughs) that 
if you had a Neanderthal woman, mm-hmm. a Neanderthal man to a woman, it would never work. Like a Neanderthal man could never get a, a human woman pregnant. Really? It just wouldn't work. But a human man could get a, ne- a can get a Neanderthal lady pregnant. Which is like How does that work? Why? I don't know. It's it just it, the, the the way the chromosomes were. But yeah, a man can get a Neanderthal woman pregnant, which is like I said, like makes it even more gross because it's like then you know, like it just shows you that human guys will literally fuck anything so (laughs) i I believe that i believe that (laughs) i believe that i'm just curious why i feel like the human race is getting taller we're getting like taller and bigger i have that same suspicion yeah it does seem that way doesn't it i just think well i think it's also diet and food that has a lot of to do with that too that so we're just physically getting i mean like it's taller because i if you go to the museums from like the 1800s their beds used to be like tiny they look like kids beds you know what i mean and i feel like i'm five yeah. two and i feel like i could i could barely lay in that bed and i feel like i'm sure yeah. you know yeah. so i just and those used to be like people's beds like men and women's i just feel like yeah. humans were just getting big and tall. well and it's le- and it's legit it's backed by science like we are getting bigger but i think um pierce is right because we don't realize how much you can affect like what height you end up based on like the amount really? of nutrition and what you eat yeah it's yeah for sure so like if you're starving your whole life like legit starving while you're developing you won't end up as um, tall as, as as if you have like a really good healthy diet and never before have we had so many calories available to us all the time so mm-hmm. i think that's a big part of it but it does i like you said i kind of get a sinking suspicion though that it's more than that that like there's actually like a trend that we actually are just getting taller genetically too not just simply from from lifestyle but i don't really know that's not backed by science yeah i don't know um, um, but it's just interesting <laughs> just uh, talking about that. <laughs> um, but I'm speaking again of the 23andMe stuff. Did you see the story of the two coworkers that were working together and everyone joked that they looked really similar to the point that they referred to them as big sister and little sister. And as a joke at a company party one time, they got them shirts. One said big sister, one said little sister. They both were adopted. They did the 23andMe. Turns out they're legit sisters bro like can you imagine they found out yeah found out they were they were legit sisters and i'm trying to remember where they were from like it turns out they they were able to track down their family um their mom and dad and stuff and i think i want to say was it cuba wait a second or puerto rico or something wait a second did their mom and dad get married on a cruise ship and then like later on they got divorced and one went to live with the mom and the other no, one went to live with no. the dad and then no. one day they met at a summer camp. That's a movie, then... Pierce. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, let me see. I think I've I never I... I've never actually never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanna see if I can find where it was they were from. Um but yeah, it was actually a really touching is... story. Yeah. yeah. Because they like when one of them uh, didn't have any interest in knowing her family and the other one was like really wanted to know who their parents were. And so when they found out they were sisters, the other one kind of came around and was like, sure, yeah, maybe we should track down our family. And so they put some effort into it. And because of the genetic testing and everything, they were able to find their actual mom and dad. And then their dad like telling the story of like why he gave them up for adoption was just, oh, man, it was like, give me a lump in my throat. Because he was Dang. just talking about how like you hear your child screaming for food and you've got oh. no- nothing to give them. And so you just just want a better life for them and so you you give them up for adoption yeah life is funny no sorry yeah i was saying uh the reason why i did the 23andme is because um 
I've never met my biological father. Like mm. he's never there. I never met him, never knew who he was or anything like that. So I always joke around like one day I'm going to pop in there and it's going to be like, bloop, this, this is your dad. What's up, dad? Like, I'm going I'm to get a message like, bloop, hey, what's up, bro? Like, <laughs> you never know. You just yeah. never know. I mean, that's so possible for it to happen. Like it yeah. could, it could possibly happen. You know, Do you want know to meet your dad? No, I mean, not, I mean, not really. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I. The other thing I think about is like people finding out, you know, people that are like married or something. I'm sure that's <gasps> happened, right? Where you're like married and you find out, like, oh shit, we're like third cousins or something. You know, like that would be so crazy. I mean, which is fine because genetically, yeah, 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 I guess. But it would be weird to know. It's like you would rather not know. Like we have the same great 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 grandparents. Like I don't like that. It just <laughs> like- I almost sounded like I was from the south there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? I'm your second cousin. Oh, never mind. Well, there's that um, there's that couple from New Mexico. I might have been couple. It's a daughter. I mean, it's a mother and son, and they're like in love with each other, and they got married with each other. What? You could find that, yeah. Like, like, I think like in New Mexico. Um, yeah, but it's like a couple, and they're mother and son. No way. Nope. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Tier listens to these like series of like stories like on YouTube, and and one of them dove deep into West Virginia, you guys. Uh huh. And in West Virginia, like there's this whole family that was like interbred, and they all like like they all had like these deformities, and it's just like it's weird. And well, doesn't the royal family do that? Kind of, yeah kind of or they did or something like that they, yeah they, they're all they're all kind of related related <laughs> somehow yeah. <laughs> to keep the genes there yeah. and blah 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 yeah well that so. and and also like um what is it the uh what's the disease where you can't stop bleeding hemophilia uh, hemophilia yeah that's called it's called the royal disease because it started off in in royalty and a, a majority of the royal family has hemophilia because they're all related. Connected. Kind of. yeah. The current the current royal family? Like the Well Elizabeth Elizabeth, I think for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is legit. Oh my god. That's so Did crazy. You find it? Did you find it? <laughs> yeah, I found a couple. I'm trying to find one without um, too many pop ups here because obviously this is this is like serious clickbait type of story. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's it's talking about like how they um, they were both willing to face jail time for it because I don't know. It's I'd have to read the whole thing to see for sure, but it sounds like they were gonna um, actually be charged uh, because mm. incest is uh, against the law. But I guess yeah, she's like so. The mother's thirty six, son nineteen, uh, who fell in love when they met last year. So she gave him up for adoption, and then oh. they they met like years later, fell in love, and then found out their mother and son. Uh, they decided screw it. You know, we're gonna stay together. Um, let's see. So Monica Mares, uh, 36 and her son, Caleb Peterson, um, 19 of Clovis, New Mexico face up to 18 months in prison. If found guilty of incest, uh, the couple said that they are willing to risk everything to be together. Gosh, jeez. And so they decided, okay, so they got like a lawyer and stuff. Um, uh, who's the lawyer that takes that on dude? Like, come on, man. <laughs> He's like, I got you. I got you. Love is love, bro. Love is love, man. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so There's bizarre. Some- hey, yeah, that son was like, if you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in the family. <laughs> oh man and well she had him when she was really young so she must have been looks like probably 17 when she had him because she's mm-hmm. she was 36 he yeah. was ni- 19 um wow how bizarre yeah okay that now it's getting weird here let me i gotta let me show should we go to <laughs> should we do some fun facts dollar to kind yeah. of throw this off a little yeah really quick though let me just show this is the where it gets weird because she has this picture of him as an infant can you imagine this is them right here but can you imagine oh like gosh. her showing you like oh here's you when you were a newborn like oh yeah so bizarre yes please mike fun so facts weird. okay please fun god facts. yeah that's yeah yikes <laughs> told you it's crazy all right that is nice. Right, time for a little bit of those fun, fun facts. facts. So, squirrels, they cause an estimated of 10 to 20% of all power outages in the United States. Squ- like dying, getting electrocuted, probably. Yeah. <laughs> really? I did not know that. Would like you say chew- 10? Like chewing wires or like jumping from wire to wire and like kind of weighing them down so they touch. Oh, and- my gosh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a high percentage, ten to twenty percent. Is that what it, what it was? Yeah, ten to twenty percent. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty high. Yeah, it's definitely pretty wow. significant. <laughs> wow! Wow! Pierce. Um. Oh, well, here Good we fact. go. The ten oldest people to ever live are all women. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds legit. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Makes yeah. Well, sense. women in on average, women live live longer than men. That's just kind of like a well established thing. Yeah. That is not a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chocolate ice cream is often mixed with botched flavor, botched botched batches of other flavors to avoid waste and expense. It's called reconditioning. So other ice cream flavors are put into the chocolate flavor. So it's it's still chocolate is chocolate is put into the messed up flavors. Maybe because it's, it's a it's a stronger flavor. Or something. A stronger so, flavor. It's more overwhelming. Yeah. Wow. Um, this one right here, walking on Lego bricks hurts more than walking over hot coals or broken glass, and they are hard. They can actually withstand nine hundred and fifty pounds of pressure. So the bricks will have no give, and your skin will have more give than the bricks. That I can back that up, dude. I've got three kids. I have stepped on way too many Legos in my life. And that is, that is, I would rather walk on hot Crippling, dude. Sure. Yeah, they're crippling. Uh, wow. In 1838, France and Mexico went to war over pastries. <laughs> and it was literally called the Pastry War. <laughs> That's and amazing. Mexico? Yeah. Who won? I'm so curious. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, here we go. This might, this might come into effect with snow apocalypse happen with us, but, uh, clinomania is the desire to lay in bed all day. Is that a disease? No, it's it's like a mania. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it could be a mental disease. How do you spell it? I'm so curious about this, Pierce. Clinomania or uh, mania? Mania. Yeah. Clinomania. That sounds like depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we all laugh. I feel bad for laughing. Yeah, we all that. laugh. <laughs> um, while you're looking that up, Dollar, this one I thought was hilarious. When Disney acquired um, most of 21st century Fox, um, they left out Fox News. 
and all their Fox siblings, the, the new siblings out of it. They were like, no, thanks. Nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nah, we're good with it. There's some good yeah. facts. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing. Uh, and actually going with more Fox news, um, back in the day, a defamation case was actually brought to Fox news. Um, but it was dismissed after a federal judge ruled that Tucker Carlson is not a credible source of information. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Fox news has quite a bit of history with all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Defamation <laughs> and all that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Is that it, Mike? You're done? No more facts? No, no, no. Here, here. Okay. <laughs> so, does, I mean, I'm the only, I think I'm the only one that probably goes, do you go to the gym at all, Marty? Like physically go to the gym, gym? <laughs> no, no, not okay. really. <laughs> <laughs> well. Mentally, mentally. Free weights at the gym. And this is going to mess Tony Dollar up. This is why free I quit going to the gym. I work at, at the home. gym have 362 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. I believe it, bro. That's why I stopped when COVID hit. I was like, no more. I got weights at home. I'm working out here, dude. Oh, that's so gross. I'm, I, I'm, I'm. Go ahead, Maddie. Were you gonna say something? But isn't money the same thing? Like, doesn't money have a ton of? Oh, totally. Yeah, no, it is the same thing. Um, no, I'm like a total germaphobe. Like, I yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 very much so. Which was hilarious when I became a teacher because it was like. It was like my worst nightmare, you know, like all these kids running around, just they don't wash their hands and stuff. Um, I can't remember where I was going to go with that. I was going to say something about that. Um, oh, the the, gym. like the beard. I've been wearing yeah. a beard for how many years now? Oh, my God. Yeah, years. After the, yeah. But it was I never wore a beard before. I'd have a goatee or I'd be clean shaven. And then he had a fun fact one time <laughs> that was saying that, like, it helps prevent illness and like actually protects you because it, you develop like these healthy bacteria, just like your gut bacteria and your skin bacteria uh -huh. and stuff like that, that if you have a beard, it can actually protect you from certain illnesses and things like that. And so I <laughs> grew a beard. You were and never, sold. I never looked sold. back. That never looked it. back. <laughs> and how's your health? Are you healthier than you used healthier to? Healthier than ever. Robust. <laughs> yeah. So is that, do you think it's true? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's science behind it. It's like actually a, a, they've done studies on it. it. And I think I like it because it was in response to that whole thing. Remember that whole thing that was coming out that were like beards were disgusting and gross? Yeah. There was, they were saying, saying, there was like fecal matter in beards and it was actually proven that there wasn't any fecal matter in beards. Right. And then that's when it came out. It was like, actually, it produces a lot of healthy bacteria that actually um, does protect your body. So, well, they say that all the body hair that we have as humans, it's, it's with a purpose. Like, it's to protect us, like our eyelashes, to protect our eyes, with the sun, you know, like yeah. every so facial hair. So, I could see how facial hair for men would protect you guys, especially like to think back in the day, you guys used to be the hunters, go out in the wilderness, you know. So, I'm sure, sure. it does have a purpose. Yeah. So, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the reason, like, with when you get like, goosebumps and like the the raise the hair in your arms that that's also like a defense mechanism because like back in the day when we were covered in fur and hair it makes you look bigger it puffs oh. you up and makes you look bigger because the hair stands up on end so interesting i'm but, telling you guys I mean, you guys are very educational yeah well, i mean <laughs> if, if if belen starts asking why you're growing all your hair out then She'll know because I'm just trying to be, healthier. I'm just trying to be, a, just trying to be a healthier person. <laughs> In the name of health. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've missed I've missed the fun facts, Pierce. I'm so glad that you should bring those back every time. I'm I love those, man. They good conversation starters, but also just like some of the stuff is so bizarre. And it's funny because over the years of you doing them, I remember so many times guests would challenge you constantly and be like, yeah. "That's not legit, bro. That can't be real." And never once, not once, has it ever failed. They no. if they if they make it to the show, they've been it's been vetted. Vetted. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Proven. Interesting. Proven. Pro- proven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Well, this has been fun. Uh, I've had yeah. a really good time. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today, Mari. It's been uh, a good time. I'm definitely going to be a regular listener to your podcast. Yeah. So. No, thank you, guys. I You guys have to have Belen. I think Belen's, Belen would definitely. <laughs> yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> Brutal Honesty Podcast. You guys are so sweet. No, um, I thank you guys for inviting me. It's been fun. I've been listening to you guys too. And I think it's just, I think you were like very much on the same page with a lot of our stuff. I mean, different topics, but I think like same, same style, just kind of like just, just having fun and recording with friends. I think that's really awesome. So thank you. Look at, look at, look at. Oh, there you go. I have a question for you guys. Are you guys on, cause I was listening like it online. Oh yeah, I was you watching you, you guys online. Yeah, yeah. For, you can listen to us on uh, pretty much anything. Apple. Oh, okay. uh, you can listen to okay. us on Spotify, on uh, whatever Stitcher, like pretty much everything that's out there. Yeah. Okay. Which cool. which is funny. We we were actually talking about this on a couple of episodes ago, where back in the day when we first started doing podcasts, to get on a podcast app, you had to like apply and like go through a process and all this. And then I did. We don't we don't pay hardly any attention to all that stuff. Yeah. And no. then just out of the blue, I just started. I was kind of looked at our website and was looking at the number of hits and stuff and like oh this is interesting and then i started looking up like podcast apps because like what are, what do people listen on now because i've always listened on on my iphone so i listen mm-hmm. to the podcast app um mm-hmm. and then i found a couple that i like on spotify so i was listening to those on there and so i started just going oh wow there's like a ton of apps now i started pulling them up one by one and we were on every single one <gasps> and i was like dude i never See? applied for any of these and so what's changed in the last like five years is you instead of having to apply now they have all these podcast apps they that just- it's it's in their best interest. They just do these yeah. massive grabs off the internet where they just pick mm-hmm. up all the RSS feeds that are out there and they just put everything because it is in their best interest because if somebody has some obscure podcast they want to listen to and they can't find it on your app, they're not going to listen to your app. They're going to go find yeah. it on something else. Yeah. Um, so it's really fascinating. It's, yeah, it's it is. It's so, e- it's so nice that it's so easy for like, just like your average person to like create your own platform and just kind of... Isn't it beautiful? I it is. It. it really is. Well, it was so, funny yeah. because in the in the past when we we used to care about numbers and this and that, and then we're like, nah, we don't care about numbers. And then like we look up like what countries are like playing our podcast and stuff. And we found some weird ones. We're like, wow, okay, that's, that's interesting. Like you can see all these different countries listening. And then there'd even be a time or two where we'd make fun of a state. And then, like, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> and then we figure out like, oh shit, we have a ton of people. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lose we're gonna lose listeners in that state. Isn't it? Isn't that the coolest thing ever? When you don't realize, I don't know, like you don't realize who listens to you. But it's always cool when people outside of like your state list. I think it's always so. I find it so like, like I said, humbling that people just. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just magical to me, just like you said, that just like anybody can do it. I mean, that's what's so beautiful. And and I'm a musician, too. So for a Mm -hmm. long time, like that was a big beef I had was with the music industry. And I'm an older guy. So like I remember when it was all about record labels and like it was a very elite few that got these big deals and got all this wide distribution. And now 
anybody can get distribution between social media and like the ease of home recordings. I mean, just in the, since we started this podcast, like the leap we've made in audio production and how simple and easy it is now is and amazing. The quality, the quality is amazing too. Like the quality is there. So you're not like, you really feel like you're, it's, it's just, it's really nice. You're getting professional quality for, you know, it's, it's cool. Just like yeah. a, it's, it's cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we really appreciate you. We'd love to have you back on. It'd be really fun to have you and Belen on on the same episode and kind of get you. Yeah, nervous. we're gonna have to have you guys on because I'm gonna have to get one of those like those those topics that you guys don't talk about. <laughs> She's gonna drag us into the deep water, Pierce. <laughs> we're gonna drag us into the deep water because we're always curious what you men are thinking. So we're gonna definitely have to have you guys on a show. Um, hopefully, because are you guys doing this whole separate thing because of COVID, like your own space? Yeah, but we're we're very, very soon going to come back to normal. We were oh, just okay. talking about it before the podcast, uh, getting back yeah. together. And not to mention, we always did it here at my house because I've got like a little studio, but uh, Pierce has got his own little setup over there now, too. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, okay. We'll yeah. definitely yeah, be... I, I don't know if you guys were being like COVID precautious, I didn't want to, but when you guys feel comfortable enough, yeah, you guys definitely have to come and join us for an episode or two. It'll be oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about. Like he said before the podcast, like Tony, because he's a teacher, has his second shot. He's good to go with his vaccine. <laughs> then me, yeah. I get my second shot on Wednesday. And so I'm good to go wherever. I heard, I heard you were like number 1,000 to something. something, something. <laughs> At the beginning. Yeah. At the very beginning. Because I was like, I went, I just went through like the regular, like, I'll just check in process and, uh-huh. and see. And it was like, yeah, it was 12,857. 12, that's what it was. I was like, dang, dude. And then I found that I was like, well, you're a government employee, so you get the shot right away. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. damn, okay. So, yeah, I got my shot, like, the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's yeah. all it took. Yep. No. Well, thank you guys again. And, Tony, good job being a teacher during these times, especially a middle school teacher. That's tough. That's when puberty hits. That's, yeah. like, a weird age. <laughs> yeah. Like, 100%. That's a tough age. <laughs> 100%. And then a real wrench in the gears this year, like, with the COVID and everything. It's, yep. it's gotten really bizarre. And if, yeah. if, I don't know. It sounded like you listened a little bit. Like, I'm teaching to two groups. That's so yeah. bizarre. You got people on Zoom and kids yeah, in front of you. Yeah, so weird. weird. Like, you guys didn't sign up for that. So, good job. I'm just, like, dealing with oh, it. Appreciate it. Going with the flow. But, yeah. yeah. No, thank yeah. you, guys. I appreciate you guys having me on your on your podcast. It's been really good. Yeah, fun. for sure. So, everybody, you know, again, check uh, Marty and Belen out. Uh, this the brutal honest tea. And it's, like, spelled honest <laughs> with tea. And then you're spilling the, the tea, so T A yeah. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on everywhere. You can see them on Spotify, like you said, and and catch them on all their platforms as well. So, and I think I got I think all I got right. you a few extra listeners today, by the way, because oh, I like I told I told everybody about that ghost story oh. in your house. Like it was so, <laughs> I just spread those things like bad rumors. Now, now great. Now they're gonna start listening to our podcast, thinking it's like a paranormal podcast, and they're gonna be talking about sex. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about sex. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. Thank you for spreading the love. I appreciate you guys. All right. Appreciate you. Well, thanks for coming on again. We'll see you sometime. All right. Take care. Bye, guys. Adios. We'll see ya. (laughs) All right, Pierce. Another good one. 126 episodes in, brother. Yes, sir. And with that, it's a wrap, dollar. Cheers. Cheers.